Hello, guys. Uh, welcome back to Eat Last Podcast. Uh, today, we have a special guest again, um, Harris from uh, Baba Daba. Um, so Baba Daba does uh, really delicious uh, Pakistani food. And uh, I've met Harris through one of the markets that we uh, trade together at. And uh, it's a good friend of mine. And uh, he has a very inspirational story as well, uh, along with um, his sisters and his, his sisters and partner. Um, he has multiple business, street food business as well. And um, I think today's episode, we're going to get a lot out from Harris about how his, how his uh, street food journey started. So, Harris, welcome. Uh, thank you for uh, joining us today. Hey, Rob, how are you doing? You good? I'm very well, mate. I'm thank very well. You thank you for having me. No, thank you for taking your time to, um, you know, share with the listeners uh, about your journey. No um, really appreciate it. Cool. Um, how are you? How are you, mate? You're right. I'm good. I'm good. Hunker down in the house. Uh, yeah. But all, but all good. All good. What can What can you do? Huh? <laughs> We're surviving. I mean, surviving, another thing exactly. about Harris. Harris is a very positive person as well. So even though we even though the UK is in, in lockdown at the moment, you know, uh, Harris is still trying to stay positive. Um, looking forward. Looking. Looking up. Just concentrating on getting on with the job. <laughs> getting back out there. Cool, cool. All right, mate. I think what we're going to do is maybe start by uh, having a, I mean, I've done a brief in, uh, introduction of yourself, but yeah. maybe uh, you introduce yourself and um, tell us a little bit more about uh, Baba Daba and yeah. maybe your other business, the Stick and Waffle as well. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm one third of my business, I would say. Uh, I work with my sister, uh, He's my business partner and also a family friend. That's um, I've got my sister Malika and my business partner is uh, Noche. Uh, known her for since I was a baby, really. It all starts from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing Pakistani street food since December of eight, 2018, I believe. Um, and it's been absolutely amazing, amazing year now so far. Um, just made it past our anniversary and then into the new year which is amazing for us and it's been going really good um but yeah we've been doing pakistani street food a little twist on it a little something from us um from the heart of what we've always liked eating growing up and what we've seen out there uh we do stuff like vegetable biryani with Mm. like chicken tandoori that's marinated for 24 hours like little thigh pieces we do like lamb kebab, um, get them on the seat, with a nice bit of spice and mince through there. Then you've got like the aloo tiki, which is uh, like a spiced potato cutlet. Uh, very good, very good on the side for all the dishes and also a very good uh, little vegan option. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's our menu and it's, uh, it's been going really good. We're trying to introduce more things hopefully this year. Hopefully when everything uh, quiets down a bit, then we can get back out there with a... Uh, more menus like masala fish and mango lassies and stuff like that. Something we can. Mate, you're making me hungry. You're making me <laughs> hungry just by saying all this. And um, you know, I I I can say in first hand that you know your food is absolutely delicious. Um, Cheers, you mate. know, when we're at, when we're at the market, you know, you are one of my go-to store. You know, especially where you, you know. Back to you. You think mate, I've, I've been <laughs> trying to trying to steal that sambal recipe for a long time. <laughs> uh, 
Mate, mate, I have tubs of it. So, you know, when we're back on the market, you're ready. You're more than welcome to take some. I'll have to order but, some. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Harris's food at Baba Daba, it, it is very authentic. I grew up in East London in Leighton, and that's a huge, there's a huge Pakistani community there. And I had a lot of uh, Pakistani friends. Whenever yeah. I go over to their house, you know, your food reminds me of, you know, the food that their parents. Uh, served me definitely so, it's all it's all in the flavors it 100 percent. it's something i think a lot of uh, uh pakistani families have grown up on different styles different yeah. street eats street bites and stuff like that yeah. um yeah. and all in a box it tastes amazing really <laughs> yeah know, even if i just say so myself <laughs> no um, absolutely mate i totally agree with it well you know Pakistani food is one of those kind of cuisine that is um, overlooked upon, you know, from the, the other kind of cuisine. But, you know, it's such a complex kind of food. There's fresh ingredients, there's spices, there's, uh, definitely, definitely. There's, there's different garnishes, there's different sauce that goes well, there's texture, there's colours, there's, mate, it's just, we, we it's do. just, that, yeah, there's just so much um, <laughs> that Pakistani food have to offer and, I'm so glad, you know, we, we have uh, we have Baba Daba on yeah. the streets of London, you know, serving, you know, the very lucky people, uh, <laughs> your amazing food, bro. Cheers, bro. But yeah, no, it's, it is what it is. We've, um, uh, I wouldn't say there's many Pakistani restaurants out there or Pakistani street <coughs> food uh, on the actual scene at the moment. A lot of it's related to different regions or different countries, neighbouring Mm-hmm. Um, but we try to get all the influences that that we can from different parts of the country, different family members and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to incorporate that into it and try see what locals like, what I see what the customers like, friends, family, mm-hmm. and fingers crossed it keeps going in the right direction. Yeah, well, whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. You're doing <laughs> it good, mate. So carry on with that. Cheers, man. Cool. So. A little bit more about yourself, mate. So before Baba Daba, what is it that, you know, what, what did you do? Um, you know, what was your job, you know, before before you kick-started this business back in 2018? Yeah, well, I've always, I've always been in hospitality. Um, I used to manage pubs and bars in and around London for about seven, eight years. So I started when mm-hmm. I was 18, so you could probably guess how old I am now um, <laughs> after a few years. Um, yeah. So I've... I've been doing that. I'm very accustomed to the trade and how it, how it goes and how it works inside and out. Um, so it's been a great advantage for me personally, just going through to this business and getting along with my customers and understanding what their needs are. Um, in terms of uh, my sister, Malika, she was in uh, retail and she did a lot of marketing. She did visual mm-hmm. merchandising in Dubai and Qatar. Uh, before mm-hmm. she came back to London to open up the street food businesses. Um, mm-hmm. And I know she was in finance and admin um, for a few years as well before. So it kind of worked out very, very well for all three of us being part of the business where we all mm-hmm. bought in our two pence kind of thing and tried to grow the business as well as we could in different avenues. Um, mm-hmm. But it is a, well, I would say great for our business in terms of how it's developed really and how mm-hmm. we've managed to manage from the first day to where we are now. Um, yep. It's absolutely amazing. Like I look back on it going back what seven years, seven, eight years of when I started in uh, my first pub uh, to where I am now. Uh, couldn't be happier. I cannot, I cannot complain about anything. I've learned so much within that industry to bring, mm-hmm. 
to bring into street food of looking after the customers, listening to the needs. Yeah. Uh, and going from there, looking after my finances, the, the other side of obviously the street food industry where you don't really see is of the, the finances, the bookings, all the emails <coughs> that you have to send in and out. I'm sure, I'm sure you know, yeah. <laughs> Rob. Yeah. It is a business at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, finances, obviously, you know, one of the most important thing yeah. um, of kind of keeping a business afloat. But, you know, you guys have the kind of the perfect trio, basically. Uh, someone in hospitality, you know, people don't know, but street food is hospitality work as well. Yeah. You know, it's about customer service. And, you know, with seven years of uh, experience, I'm pretty, yeah, I've kind of seen you in action before, you know, the way that you serve your customers or you speak to them, you know, the way, you know, you tell them that, explain how your food is, you know, it's really yeah. good. It's, all, it's um, always about meeting them uh, <clears throat> eye to eye, meeting them on a proper level and making people understand the quality mm. and the food you're bringing it's not mm. just uh, another Asian cuisine coming along. Yeah, it's yeah. something different. It's Pakistani. We try. We always mm-hmm. try to um, tell people where the food's <clears throat> coming from, which parts of London, yeah. which part outside London, is it free range, yeah. etc. Um, so it's it's very important to get those locals always coming back to us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with Malika's experience in, in marketing as well, I mean, you guys, if, if you guys don't know Baba Daba, go on to Instagram and check them out because Malika's they have one of the most... Absolutely yeah, fantastic you, job, really. You, you guys have one of the most vibrant, you know, unmistakable, <laughs> you know, unmissable, <laughs> unmissable uh, gazebo setup. It's bright pink flowers, Amazing, uh, yeah. vibrancy. We, we, uh, we originally started with a very... Uh, <laughs> I was a homemade, I made a, a brand new frontage for when we first started in 2018. Um, mm-hmm. I made a brand new front, pink and black with a black gazebo, which was ended yeah. up falling apart about four or five months later. And then yeah. to where we are now, where Malika's just absolutely changed the whole, um, the image really coming into it, it's so much more appealing, really, visually, visually appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm going from finding artists to do all of our um, front work, like Nika Narone, who did a lot of uh, work in, like, on the Shoreditch Wall and stuff like that, giving yeah. him a bell, and he managed to do us a whole setup, really. And it looks, for me, I, I think I'm so happy. It looks sick. Yeah. It, it looks is. sick. It looks wicked. It looks promising. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it, it, it just, it just, um, it just uh, it says that, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Yeah. You know, and you start to something from that's homemade falling apart to something that you have now. So, you know, hands down to you. We all have to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. We all have to start somewhere. And it's all about progression from there really. And maintaining your business and looking after it really. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, I mean, Baba Dabba is a great brand. You know, you guys do amazing food, but where, where did this idea of, you know, the street, you know, bringing Baba Dabba to the street came from, and you know, how would you describe yeah, Baba Dabba well, know, as, as a brand? We originally had uh, a dessert brand called Waffle Stick UK, and it's basically mm-hmm. waffles and sticks with a uh, array of different uh, chocolate sauces and toppings to go on top. Please uh, yeah. look it up on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, check um, that out as well. But we um we wanted to have a little change after it was about two and a half years 
um, doing. Yeah. Westfield did amazing with it, with a great clients. We wanted to move it into more of the private sector, into offices and stuff like that. So we wanted a little bit more something in like the savory field, something that mm-hmm. we knew well of and we understood like from a core what we actually understood the ingredients and what what could be better than our actual roots of being Pakistani. It was kind of like a no-brainer like, at the end mm-hmm. of it. So we yeah. just, in, in terms of like the branding, we just wanted something that was like youthful, vibrant, like distinctive, not just like visually in the looks, like at the pink stall and all the colours that are going around, but also like in the flavours that we were producing. Um, and we wanted to keep it like really up-tempo, like we always have music on and everything like that on the store. So we wanted just yeah. to try and like portray that kind of thing to all our customers and understand mm. that what we were trying to do was not just um, uh, like an old school Pakistani uh, curry house or something similar to that. It was something that we wanted to bring new to the market that was um, literally influence people a little bit to be like, there are great foods from different regions of Pakistan that you should try. Mm. Like mm. if you go south, more involved in like poppy seeds and stuff like that from the Afghanistani roots, or you go from the India side from that side, or even from Kashmir as well. So it was it's trying to introduce all of that kind of stuff into the market to our locals and everything like that. So I think we've done it very well in terms of how we've done it with the team on board as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's been absolutely amazing, really. Yeah, and 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 what street food. Um, definitely the, the the go-to option or did you kind of toy with the idea of maybe a pop-ups or you know permanent locations brick and mortar kind of shops was you know why 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 street food we um it was we wanted to just expand on it really because waffle sticks already started it, we did a few um outdoor events before we moved it into private but we mm. started off very quietly we just wanted to test the market with our with our own food and our own flavors um mm-hmm. really like we started uh, like i said in december of 18 we did a, a two-day event in early december in chiswick and we showed up with which we thought <laughs> would be great for a two-hour service um, uh-huh. and we got absolutely slammed we got absolutely slammed we had about 40 50 people just drilling out <laughs> A different menu at that time it was a fully chicken biryani and we did burgers uh-huh. at that time before the naan wraps came in um uh-huh. yes it was a chicken biryani which we got our aunt to make with us to like learn the basics of everything and learn the skill mm-hmm. and we had a massive pot we sold um sold out completely um which we thought was Oh, it's been tiring. We've probably got about 10 minutes left. It only been about 35 minutes, 45 minutes. And we'd sold wow. like, all of our food. And we were like, oh, okay, this is going very well. Like, <laughs> we can't complain about this. So we, I mean, we went from there, the, really. At the time, you must be, like, really happy. But was it at that moment that you thought that, okay, this could be a viable business it in was the long run? Exactly at that moment. We were very scared before, um, I think, as a, anyone starting a brand new business, <laughs> You're you're scared about little things about food poisoning and uh, <laughs> your health and safety, all of that kind of stuff. And then we were just scared if people didn't like our food. Um, like we've always enjoyed our own food, like family and friends have always enjoyed. But you never know what the wider market really want until you actually yep. give it to them and they let they let you know. But we had great great feedback from that day, which really pushed us. Um, obviously, December wasn't the greatest of times to open up a street food store. We learned that mm-hmm. lesson. But we came back, uh, we put it back on hold 
Um, and we came back in, I believe, end of February, beginning of March of 2019. And that's where it all started. We, we, our, our first day we did um, uh, with an online company. They gave us a, little, a few markets around London. We did that. We made £90 and we thought, uh-oh, have we made a big mistake? <laughs> After you invested so much yeah, in we, it. We, we, we bought everything by them. We had like one little grill, one little bamery, little tables here and there. Yeah. And we made about £90. But we were over the moon. Believe it or not, even though we had an amazing day in December, we were over the moon. We were like, oh, we made so much money. We've, <laughs> <laughs> we've made like, we made £90, not thinking, like, not thinking what the future could bring for us and everything. We, we made nine pounds and we were there like, yeah, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it like next week. Let's do it. But we started, um, we started off one day a week. It was um, every Friday. We try it mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. for about a month. I think it was, we do it every Friday before we, we were making a hundred pound, 120, 95 mm-hmm. pounds. Our best day was, mm-hmm. I think about 220 pounds until mm-hmm. We they're like let's double up our days, let's turn into a Thursday and Friday and stuff like that, and then we'd have to just gradually try and bring build those days up. And it's that's not, amazing, mate. Yeah, that's amazing. It's not only I, until about midway, I'd say, until 2019, when we joined up with a curb, and it the numbers just increased drastically. Like, rocketed, it, yeah. it propelled us to like a new height. It opened up avenues yeah. like. And it, like finally accepted felt, felt accepted like oh <laughs> our food is actually loved and actually gave us that confidence yeah. to actually grow with the business and see what we could do with the menu and move from mm. there i mean and and i can say in by first hand that when i'm trading with you, with you guys at the markets you guys are one of the um you know the busiest store and uh you know your hard work is uh, shown by you know the, the the queue of people that's queuing up for your food, and mm. uh, you know what you what you said just now is actually very important. It's not so much about how much money you make, you know, at, you know at the early stage of your business, but it's more of the attitude. It's, you know, I, 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 that's hundred for me. I think that's hundred percent true. You can walk away with a hundred pound days. You can walk away with a thousand pound days. Yeah, but for me, the idea the is attitude as long is as, the same. Yeah, as long as you stay consistent, mm-hmm. I think. Um, the good, the good days are coming. The good days are definitely coming yeah. for you. The idea is to stay yeah. consistent with what you do, with the food you produce. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you always get that one person who always does come back. They do love yeah, your food. Exactly. They'll always come back and they always want to, they want to see that same consistency yeah. that you gave them the first time. There's, there's a reason they came back. So yeah. we just had to go off, go from that. And, but it's, um, yeah. it's a long journey, but it's, it's worth it. Definitely. Yeah, so for anyone that's listening to this who's just recently started in the street food business, you know, don't worry if you're making, you know, peanuts at the beginning because as Harris said, you're consistent with your uh, with your delivery, uh, with your food. Good things will happen. Um, obviously, your food is good as well. So that just makes the growth of your business that much more, you know, um, better. And I think with that, with that attitude, you know, we're, Baba Dabba is just scratching the surface with what they can achieve. So keep going at it, mate. I I, I look forward Cheers. to you kind of, you know watching the journey of how Baba Dabba, Baba Dabba grows. <laughs> cool. Um, I mean Baba Dabba is obviously a very kind of vibrant kind of store. You know, uh, you guys have authentic um, kind of dishes that you serve at the store. 
what, what what kind of experience that you want your your customers to have? You know, when they when they the moment they kind of you know say oh, hi, you know, what yeah. kind of what, what kind of experience you want them to 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 experience? I want them to genuinely be, feel like they've been cared cared for. Like I want them to feel mm. like they can come back again and again. Mm. I always introduce mm-hmm. myself. I, I try to get to know a lot of the people that we work it, uh, work around, kind of thing. I do go back to a lot of um, uh, back to locations to meet people again, to get back to the locals yep. and stuff like that. So the sure. idea is, I just want them to feel like they're part of Baba Dabba as well. I want them to under- understand um, what Pakistani flavors are about the differences between regions and cultures and stuff like that to get to know basically us and what we're all about um, on a personal level as well. It's just like the different influences the food has mm. and also mm. my team as well. Love them to bits to get to know them a lot as well. And, and mm. I think it works. It works very well for me. I would say that you get a lot of locals here and there from, uh, well, you seen all like Westy Vicky and Stuck King's Cross and stuff like that, where that you get to know the food and actually, understand the effort and the kind of passion that goes into the cooking as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, that's amazing. I mean, the way that you said, what can ex- when I asked you what kind of experience, you said that you want custom feel that they've been geared for, you know, I think that's really amazing. Yeah. And that just, that's, that speaks a lot about your, you as a person as well, because there's times that, you know, when we're trading at the market, I've been, you know, in a situation that I might not be able to trade. Um, for example, me having a, bringing an empty gas gas bottle, um, <laughs> and you just so generously, without even having second thoughts, just offered me, offered me the the full gas tank. I think you know that's the, that's um, the love of and I, love and of I, the industry and love of the street food as well. Everyone's so with each other, like the friendship, like camaraderie, um, kind mm-hmm. of that that side of it. It's it, mm-hmm. it is in that kind of thing where everyone has to be part of. Um, each other like influence each other food and stuff like seeing the amazing food that you serve as well so confused about the blue mm. rice and stuff like that no <laughs> you know i've never seen it before it's, <laughs> it's it's stuff that you want to learn about other people and in terms of like yeah. in terms of your customers i think you have you have to care for them like we we started with not even uh, a vegan option on our menu when we first started not mm-hmm. even a gluten-free option on our menu now our um, main option of a biryani is fully <coughs> vegan. It can be made mm-hmm. with soy yogurt and uh, like the rice is all vegan. Alu tiki is a vegan. Yep. We stop putting yep. uh, egg wash and stuff like that. And uh, we, we've had to adapt and actually listen. The more you care for your customers and you actually listen to them, yep. the more you're going to get back out yep. of it. It's not all about uh, boxing it and shipping it off kind of thing. It's not, you have to yeah. take a little bit more notice of what's going on around you as well. Excellent. And I think that, you know, you and I, um, you know, we, we, we do have similar kind of characters in some way. That's why, you know, you're one of the... the That's why I'm always shouting at you from the other side. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I mean, you know, we get lost for with each other. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to end this podcast early today. <laughs> all right. But, um, I mean, it sounds, it obviously sounds like you, you know, enjoy the, the street food scene, the trailers and everything. But, um, Running Baba Daba, uh, there's obviously a lot of hard work. But what what is it? What is it about running this business that you, you enjoy the most, and you know the most fun? What is it that you 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 have most fun of of, of yeah. doing working per- in this business? From just working, in, I would say just in the world of like the hospitality world, 
this enjoyment of mm. the day changing every day. Like there's a different mm. task, there's different challenges, and also meeting people is probably the highest of my like uh, wants of a business. Like meeting pe- new people, understanding them, listening to them, speaking with them. I'm talking like from working alongside my own Baba Dabba team, find out what country they're from and listen to their personal stories to like new customers, locals, mm. other traders like you, like good friendship um, and all the mm-hmm. other um, traders in the market, even talking about like um, managers of most markets, like, you know, Jack, Don, Rupert from the Curb team. And it's, it's a great mm-hmm. friendship. And I, I like going into work knowing that I'm happy really. And it's, it, it keeps me, energetic keeps me fun it keeps me going keeps me smile on my face that everything's different every single day that i can jump here and there yeah. i feel very at home within my yeah. store and yeah. along with people around me yeah i mean like it's, it's not the first time you used the words happy in this you know during this you know from the last 25 yeah. minutes you've been chatting it's not the first time you used the words happy and it's, it sounds to me that you are in a very happy place so regardless what you do even you know, when there's times of struggle, just you face happy. a lot of challenges. And I think it's all about adapting. Yeah. You look at where we are in the situation we are as of today. Mm. Yes, you're probably upset for one week for me, <laughs> but by the next mm-hmm. week, you're thinking of, okay, well, the cards have been dealt. You can't change them. Move forward, and that's pretty much how I look mm-hmm. at it every day. When, I forget my rice and I've left it at home or something like that. I have to think on my feet. I have to adapt to my surroundings. I have to go buy new rice. I have to ask fellow traders if mm. they can borrow me a few cups and I'll give them a few cups later or next week. Stuff like that. It's, it, mm. I have to stay always positive. I have to stay in that mentality um, for not mm. only for the business, but for also the team for, to push them, mm-hmm. for my locals and stuff like that, to always keep mm-hmm. a positive image for Baba Dabba. Um, keeping that vibrant, youthful kind of like the attributes that we try and keep for ourselves. Yep, yep. It, I mean, you, it's, it's really because you have the right attitude yeah. for it. And this kind of goes nicely to to the next question um, because you, at the end, even though it's street food is still a business, you know, we're still running a business, um, and businesses faces challenges on a yeah. daily basis. But uh, we're running a street food. Uh, store um what is the what is the biggest challenge that you have um uh it could be finance it could be recipe it could be anything personally what was the 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 challenge that you face the most and how do you overcome how do you overcome it i would say uh once we got into the like the groove of everything of how the store works and Mm. markets and our days and everything like that um the mm. most draining part for me would have been the hours of the early wake-ups, mm. the late nights, and then repeating it physically, draining, uh, you know, lifting gazebos, gas tanks everywhere, and it's mm. rinse mm. and repeat kind of thing, and doing it the next day, the next day, the next day, yep. and keeping consistent with the quality that you're bringing to everyone. It's It does mm-hmm. get above you at sometimes. Sometimes you have to... It, it does. Toll, it, does. Right? it really does take its toll. Um, I think mm-hmm. around summer, summertime, we would, as Baba Dubba of 2019, we were doing seven days a week for almost, I think it was about three months. 
And that seven day a week mm-hmm. is 6 a.m. till a 9 p.m. day. Uh, yep. Trying to fit in your social life, your family, etc. It is impossible on certain days, but you face a lot mm-hmm. of challenges and it's all about improvising and finding new ways, adapting, trying to find delivery costs and stuff like to cut down delivery times to cut down. I used to travel left, right and centre around London for my stock deliveries. And then I started realising where I should be able to uh, get them delivered to my house and stuff like that. And just something mm. that would help me overcome the, like that situation of me being drained, me finishing at nine o'clock, me cooking or yeah. in the van for like yeah. two hours stuck in traffic in central London, which is absolute nightmare. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I think you know, you know how bad yeah. it is. I, I know that. Normal 40, 45 minutes. I mean, like before. Like two and a half hours. <laughs> getting stuck on tower bridge when before barriers go up and everything like that so oh. it is um it oh, can man. be draining at times when you don't you don't expect it you think it's gonna take me 45 minutes to get to work and 45 minutes back when it actually takes five hours in a whole day of sitting in a van yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. little things like that but by the time you get home you just <laughs> want to go to sleep but you've got the next day to prep for you've got mm. new boxes to put in the van you've got this that to change to clean out and all that stuff so it is a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of time time consuming uh, jobs that involve. But luckily, mm-hmm. I I am one of those people. I'm, I'm in a very very lucky situation um, where I do have Malika and Anosha with me. That we mm-hmm. we learned from the first day we were all on the stall, and we were doing it um, for the first month two months where we were there. We're all on the stall. We're all working. We're all prepping. We're all doing the marketing. We're all. Do- and we had to just sit down and look at each other and be like, we're going we're gonna to kill ourselves at the end. Of, we need to make time for these things. So we ended up splitting all of our tasks. Whereas I do all mm-hmm. of the stall work where you, for anyone listening, you probably see me on the stall um, most often. Yeah. Um, a bit too yeah. much sometimes. <laughs> I'll, I'll start hiding <laughs> in the back for a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Malika does all my marketing, all bookings, all my Facebook pages, Instagram, all of that stuff. And Anusha does all of our finances mm. from our health and safety checks to paying our pitch fees and stuff like that. So we And she does all of our prep as well. So we've managed to split mm-hmm. our business where we can actually spend time with family, with our kids and uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wives, all of that kind of thing. So it's for me, I'm very thankful it worked out in that way. You don't really see that at the beginning. Amazing. I would say you don't really see that at the beginning because you're so concentrated on making it work. And But you do have to step back mm. at one point. Um, I would say for someone who's a single trader and not to try and mm. force in the first month, try and force out a seven-day week because you still, you still have to mm-hmm. have time to sit down and get on your laptop and pay your bills, pay, the, yeah. <laughs> pay your rent fees, pay this, that, the other. Yeah. So, but... Yeah. It's what it is. We <laughs> we managed to get where we are and try and yeah man, man, manage the tasks as best as you can. Take it day by day. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I I'm I'm very glad that you actually spoke to the people that his uh, like myself, you know, who's uh, a bit of a one man yeah. band. Um, you know, Baba Daba does have you know three amazing partners that can work together. Uh, and you know, it's not. 
for you know for people that's listening you know who's a one man band don't be disheartened you don't have to have uh, a you know a strong trio no, no, like yeah. it's, you know it's not always rosy yeah. as, as, as Harris <laughs> you're working with your yeah, sister it's, as, not always, yes, <laughs> it's not always fun times but yeah, well, well, we'll, we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that <laughs> But I'm I'm really glad that you touched upon that as well. You know, uh, just kind of inspire, you know, people who whoever's listening uh, that's trying to do to this yeah. themselves. Cool. All right, let's talk to let's talk about you know um, your food. I mean, you know, you've at, at the beginning of the podcast, you was obviously talking a lot about you know the food, you know what you good offer, stuff. you know the roots <laughs> of it, the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. Um, but you know, we we all know that you know um running water never grows yeah. stale so and you're the kind of character and you're kind of you're the kind of character um that's the kind of guy that never stops you know so you're always kind of looking to kind of de- develop new recipes uh you know make things better you know things that are good already will you you want to make it great i mean where did you get your inspiration from uh you know developing your menu and um you know what inspires you uh, where do you yeah. find inspiration so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this because you said you said that you want to kind of slowly integrate a bit more kind of European yeah. cuisine in in your food so, as well. So yeah, um, go, go for it. Go for yeah, t- 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 tell us a little yeah, bit no, more so about we, that. Um, Baba Daba originally started. Um, so me and my sister, and also um, Anoche, my business partner, our two fathers were like <laughs> best friends for almost thirty, forty odd years, and um, mm-hmm. they were very well known every summer to have a barbecue um each other's house mm-hmm. to do the chicken tandoori to do the lamb seat kebabs and it was a big inspiration for both sides of um the group to come together and be like this is the route we're taking it's something we know strongly about the flavors that we wanted from dad um that kind of influence that he's taken from pakistan and he's brought over here and him using what style of meat like change it from chicken breasts and to thigh pieces just for the kind of um the juiciness of it kind of thing the kind of texture and everything so mm. we learned a lot from him um and that's why if you're wondering what the name is actually baba dabba baba is like a cute nice way of saying dad or papa or father or something like that in uh pakistan kind of thing mm. a lot of us do call our dad baba like what are you doing <laughs> where's the food mm. <laughs> And um, Daba mm. is uh, like a street food stall on the side of the road in Pakistan. A lot of truckers would stop by and pick up a quick uh, biryani or kebab or chapati or roti wrap or something like that to uh-huh. shami kebab kind uh-huh. of thing to take on their little journeys and stuff like that. So we put them together, Baba Daba. <laughs> it's great. That's where it all comes mm, from. Really. Wow. But, yeah, cool, man. A lot of inspiration cool. from our, both of our dads. They're both cooking dads and they they love their barbecue and they love their meats and biryani comes from like grandma and stuff like that so it's a we try to play around with our menus see what's more like suitable for the market that we have and obviously adapted them Mm -hmm. to be like vegan and gluten-friendly and stuff like that so which has worked out very well for it it was a very easy very no-brainer kind of thing when it came to the menu kind of worked out so easily for us perfect sounds great mate i mean just by the just by the the name of your your business Baba Dabba, you know I can already tell that you are a very kind of family orientated person. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, families. Yeah, and, and family is you know m- more important than yeah. business to you. 
you know from you know mm-hmm. from my vibe that I'm getting yeah, yeah, anyway definitely. you know and and for anyone who has, that's listening you know you do need to understand this business yes it's important it's our career but you know family is also family and the community is also equal you know more important than yeah don't business, get me wrong I, I would know? like love for the family but the, the, the generally the community as well around the street food industry is absolutely amazing you come, you come into it very nervous mm. like, oh, who are they what do they want kind of thing and like you try to taste other people's yeah. food you start speaking to everyone and it's not only yeah, after yeah. Is it four or five months I was with uh, that I actually met you Rob so it's one of the things you, you meet people along the way that you never know and they, yeah. they help you with other things don't get me wrong people who's listening don't get me wrong it's not you know yeah. all hunky dory you know that you, you it's like in life, you know, you will have characters as well uh, at the markets, but uh, nine times out of ten, everyone's fab, you know, everyone's awesome. And yeah. um, oh, well, well, yeah. we might complain about that. <laughs> what was that? I was enjoying my time there. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Okay, so a little bit more about you as a person now, and or, or you know, Malika and, and and your business partner. I mean, what motivates you? What motivates you guys to kind of continue this? Because it's a hard business, you know. As you say, there's a lot. There's a lot of. It's it's a very laborious, labor intensive, um, you know, and also into kind of consider financial aspect of that as well. Uh, but what kind of motivates you, and what kind of keeps you guys going? Um, I think we have different. Uh, I would say we have different views on all of it. But for for me, you go you go back to the root of. I'm very lucky. I am very very lucky when it comes to a lot of uh, traders that I've got very good family unit behind me in terms of um like and uh and O'Shea where that is a big motivation for all of us to look after mm. each other to look after each other's family to make sure uh we want to do better for those who've looked after us really so it's a it's a big um big drive big push to try and um push the business forwards um every mm. month kind of thing just mm. sit down with each other and see what we can actually do to tweaks and everything to keep pushing it increase our sales increase our mm-hmm. uh, avenues and try and like get the visual uh representation we need like around london around uk everything like that um it's a big motivation just in that sense of the fam the family are a big push behind us as well to be successful um but it's just generally about that really it's, it's, a, it's a big core it's a big core for us yeah um, obviously the finances sure. <laughs> everyone, but everyone for me everyone's got bills and everything they need to pay for um, yeah. but you'll only the more you focus on that the less you'll focus about your business and you need to focus on growing that business because yeah. the money does come the money will come mm. as long as you do things right correctly mm. you follow everything that you need to do mm. and you keep pushing mm. yourself to um, see those rewards yeah, I think I think it's because I think you guys have been doing so well for the last kind of two years. It's because you've been you've been coming from a place you've been your business is from a place where it's, you're doing it for mm-hmm. the right reason. You know, there are people that's doing this to yeah. chase the paper. You know, uh, but those usually don't usually last long because money as a motivation uh, for most people anyway is it's not enough. Yeah. Um, whereas your motivation and your 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 just Malika and your partner's motivation, yeah, is I more think family, the more you chase you money, know, the and... the less you start looking at your business. For me, um, uh, I, I, yeah, I've yeah. seen it a lot where a lot of people are worried <clears throat> about um, the income coming in, kind of thing, but not focusing on the business where there's tweaks that could be made 
here, there, left, right, center kind of thing. It's something we had to do very early on in the beginning. Um, it, and everyone listening, it didn't come in the first week. It took us almost four months to realize things we needed to change in our menu, uh, things we needed to change about our appearance. Um, like I said, we had a handmade uh, <laughs> fold-out uh, front, frontage to our gazebo. But it's, it's little things like that, we, we started concentrating more on the actual product and the product generally that we were looking at uh, from our uh, from our menu options, we had to go through everything um, mm-hmm. uh, from working in uh, pubs and bars. A general rule for your menu is to make sure everything's selling at a good good rate. So when we first started, we had mm-hmm. uh, burgers and biryani. That was our two options, and you could have chicken, lamb, or the aloo tiki in them. Um, and then we mm-hmm. realised we were selling almost. <coughs> 90% was our biryani sales and we would sell maybe mm-hmm. eight burgers. We were going with it thinking that it would change at one point, but it, it never did. And we learned our lesson where we had to oh. change something drastically where our menu was equal. We bought wraps onto the menu. So I do naan wraps or fresh naan wraps and everything with all mm-hmm. of our ingredients in there with the salads and sauces. And the mm-hmm. menu literally leveled off to about 50 50 which was absolutely amazing for me kind mm. of thing to see our menu actually be accepted by the public to actually understand that they want two different styles of food there's other people who want something else they might not want a burger because it's messy or mm-hmm. something like that they wanted something that's a little more cleaner for mm. the people mm. have to go back into the office or a meeting or something like that. so we've had to play a lot with our business and play around with it and it's taken us a long time you you say we started in 2018 but you're only looking at it only kicked mm-hmm. off in the summer of 19 so we've had to go through all of those trials and tribulations mm-hmm. kind of thing um to get where we are mm-hmm. yeah and it and, and it doesn't seem like you guys are stopping anytime no, soon no, I'm we're, sure we're, you guys are still, we're, we're looking still, to come still back. tweaking um we, we've stopped now for just uh from about mid-march has come up to about two months now but we should be looking to come back at the beginning of june mm-hmm. um with mm-hmm. new things on the menu we're looking to bring our mango lassi which is for homemade um and also um salad fish which is a nice little take with some masala fries or however you like your fries you can have them without the masala, <laughs> masala on them um and it's our little take on a british classic yeah. of fish and chips um but with a little asian twist oh, yeah it's a little fantastic. asian twist in it wait it's that it's that it sounds like I need to start getting back on the treadmill because I want to be eating a lot of baba. I want to be eating a lot of baba daba. So we're, 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 we're always looking to try try something new. Now we're in the phase of testing it out on family and friends. Mm. I'm, probably, I'm sure they're going to get bored in about two weeks of uh, us sending over food to them, sure. <laughs> the same food and different flavors. But uh, um, you have to. I think it just keep keep changing it, keep adapting it, and see how it goes. Sure. Cool, man. All right, uh, a question for basically, you know, people, for, for the listeners who's actually interested in starting this um, street food business. You know, you started at the end of kind of 18, did a whole year of 19, beginning to end. Um, so you have, I'm pretty sure you have some, you know, a wealth of knowledge now. What, what, what kind of advice would you give to, <laughs> what kind of advice would you give to someone that's um, wanting to start this kind of street food business with um, minimal experience? I- in, I would say to a lot of friends I've asked, and I would say just go for it. 
just honestly go for it. It's a it's just go it's one of the it. things that a lot of people hesitate about. Um, my business partner Shay mm-hmm. once said, "The way to for- force yourself into a situation, for example, buy a band Marie." She literally, yeah, she's. I was confused when she said it, and she goes, "Buy yourself a band Marie first, or something that relates to something you'd always need. Buy a blender or something, yeah. and then it pushes you to yeah. start looking into other things. Start looking to different avenues and what, what yeah. else you can get. Start looking at your health and safety. Start looking at all that kind of things that can actually get your business up and running and stuff like that. She goes, "Buy it first. Obviously, you're going to panic about buying it, but she goes, as soon as you make that first purchase." You start. You don't look back, and it's it's for some weird reason yeah. it worked out very well for Waffle Stick at the start, and it worked out very well when we panicked at the beginning of Baba Daba. Like, should we do mm-hmm. it? And we went and bought uh, a Buffalo mm-hmm. Grill, which was probably we should have bought a cheaper, <laughs> a cheaper product at the beginning, but we wouldn't bought a Buffalo Grill to force ourselves. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start. We're gonna use a grill. We're gonna use a grill yeah. to start this now. And it, it pushed us into that little I mean, avenue where we like it forced us to get yeah. up and go, motivate us a little bit more to be like, okay, we've already bought the product. It's going to be a waste of money if we don't do something about it. We have to make some money to back to cover mm. that. So we started pushing into it. We started looking more into <clears> it. One person looked at the menu. One person looked at equipment, a new gazebo, etc. So we, we we forced ourselves into that situation where it worked out very well for us. Uh, but there yeah. are a lot of challenges kind of in, in terms of what you want to expect i don't think you can expect anything it's different every single day i've traded from the weather to uh issues with electricity lines you've had it before <laughs> when we've worked where there's been offered electricity yeah. and, and nothing's open and you've got half an hour to prep everything <laughs> and you're worrying there's a lot of challenges uh that will come your way but it's being prepped for yeah yeah. The long hours that are going to come, the the stress of it, the physical uh, draining side of it, um, making sure your paperwork. Mm. There's a lot to go behind it, but it's all about making the time for each task. I would always say to a lot of people that mm. start with one day first. So, for example, start with mm-hmm. a Friday. Uh, by Saturday, find out your paper, uh, find out any costs and stuff like that for the next Friday. So do it as a weekly thing. So on a mm-hmm. Monday, you'd always wake up, do a bit of paperwork, do a bit of finances, book your pitch fee, something like that, and then trade on the Monday. Do it Thursday, do your prep. Friday, you're ready to go. And then work mm. with it and see how it works with your normal yeah. life. Like if you've got kids, I know it's a lot of stress. It mm. was, uh, Anusha has two like beautiful little girls and uh, we had a lot of stress right at the beginning because it's mm. trying to fit in school days and timings around that. And ha- she lives in... Uh, Mm. almost by Cheshire and Watford. I live in Surrey, in Walton Thames, Hampton Court, that side. So mm. we live on two different sides of the world at the moment. And our markets are in East London, most of them. So we do a lot of traveling in between mm. us, but it's about mm. finding out what works best for you as an individual, what works best for you as um, a duo or like us, like the three of us kind of thing going forwards. It's what work, works best for your social life, and your work life and all together. And I wouldn't say to shut off your social life completely because you do need that at one point. You do need to you need to shut yeah. off at one point. Either it's the holiday or it's the drink or a pint out with a few friends and stuff like that. You do need mm-hmm. to shut off just for the one day to get back onto it again. Or you will find yourself where you've 
drained yourself out completely and things start slipping out of your hands, either if it's paperwork or if it's, um, if you've got staff, for example, if you're not paying attention enough to them, training and stuff like that, um, it, it will yeah. slip away from you. You always need to be, try and be as refreshed as possible coming to every day of work. So whatever helps mm-hmm. you in that situation. For me, my big thing is a nine o'clock coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it always gives me a little kickstart mm-hmm. to get going <laughs> in my day. Um, yeah. It's a, it literally it's small is, things in life, it, right? It, that it makes kicks it. in around 12 o'clock, so it's good. It's good for me. That's when all, all the customers run and smiles on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, for the people who's listening, there's, you know, Harris just mentioned a, 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 a lot about many different aspects and variables that, you know, bogged down. Um, things that we have to look after, running a street. Yeah, but I think the most important thing that you said is just do it. You know, we are expect to expect to make mistakes, expect to kind of, you know, um, not do so well um, in, in some days. But um, it's just getting started and just doing it. I think and, even uh, the girls with me, they were probably yeah, just take that advice. I'm sure Shay would say, make sure you're financially responsible before yeah. you open up the business. And I'm sure Malika would yeah. say, make sure you're visually presentable kind of thing. Because all, all these aspects yeah. can have a great involvement into your business. Um, but like I say, yeah, you want to sure. be, be financially stable coming into the, you don't want to come into something like this with a massive debt on you or anything like that. You want to, have at least two to three. Mm. I personally would say maybe two to three thousand just to start it for a rainy day. Mm. All of those situations where losses of income and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you want to have that kind mm-hmm. of backing that you know you've got something to fall back on a nice little cash flow, uh, as uh, Shay would say, to have a to fall back on. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Finally, uh, what the last last two things I want to ask you is. Um, you know, Baba, 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 Say your name, So you've done a full year of nineteen, um, you know, and then kind of started the twenty twenty, uh, and then this kind of pandemic happened. Yeah. But um, after this is all over, and you know, when things is normal, um, what 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 future plans do you have for kind of Baba Dabba? So... Um, yeah, what kind of, what kind of We've exciting taken, future plans? We've taken a two-month break out where we just want to spend time with family and loved ones and everything <clears> like that with everything that's going on. <clears throat> but um, as I could yeah. say, we're looking to come back in about two weeks. And sorry, give me one second. <clears throat> the idea is in two weeks, we were looking to do just a one day a week. Um, we're looking at people in our local area to look mm-hmm. after those because a lot of businesses have shut down now due to uh, COVID-19. Um, and a lot of people are looking for mm-hmm. food. A lot, a lot of people are looking for uh, things they can get on delivery, justy and personal deliveries um, through Facebook and stuff like that. So we're looking to do, in the area that I'm in, um, uh, Walton-on-Thames, we're looking at just a three-mile radius to do every Friday or a Saturday. And we're going to start from there. That's the idea. Um and we just want to look, look after our locals mm-hmm. kind of thing and introduce them to who we are. We've never actually done it before. We've always done a lot of markets in central London. Mm. Um, so it'd be, I think it'd be nice for us mm. and nice for our, our little community around here. Um, yeah. And then from there, Excellent. we're looking to see what obviously happens with the industry. If any markets do come back, um, we could be looking all the way up until September, mm-hmm. really. We, we don't know. Um, um we can see what happens with open air markets if they come back on a Saturday or Sunday. Um, obviously, we'll jump back on that mm-hmm. to see how it works works well and see how they go. 
Um, and then, yep. fingers crossed, if all things do go back to normal, we are back on to six days a week, trading all along. Um, the idea going, hopefully, net buying. Obviously, we weren't expecting um, uh, everything to happen with corona uh, and so on. So it has put us back in terms of what we wanted to achieve this year. So maybe we push it to 2021, mm-hmm. where we would like to have stalls mm-hmm. dotted around uh, northeast, southwest London, um, trading mm-hmm. four days a week, five days a week, as much as we, we can uh, manage mm-hmm. with the team organised. Uh, and then we see where we go from there. If we want to go into pop-ups, um, this could be all at the same time. So if it's a pop-up in North London or markets in East with a brick and mortar, hopefully, fingers crossed, mm-hmm. one day soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but depending how the market goes really at this time, it's a bit touch and go, but the original idea yep. was to get there and, um, after these, uh, stalls to have a street food van. Um, if anybody's ever been mm-hmm. food with us at Baba Dabba, you'll know it's a nice little colorful toy van at the front that came from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, something similar to that, that we could yeah, yeah, yeah. And go everywhere and explore new avenues around, um, really London, great London. So we go, it's just all playing by ear at the moment, but we're looking to get back slowly. Like I said, I always try to stick to the yeah. slow and steady before we start running and leaping and everything like that. Sure. Excellent. But, you know, as, as I say, you know, your attitude uh, is, is a winner's attitude. So regardless of the situation, I'm pretty sure you, know, you guys will survive. Um, finally, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, can you just tell a little bit uh, about how people can find you, where people can get, get more information about uh, oh, Baba yeah. Dabba. Well, we're on you know, all platforms. Uh, Facebook, where you'll find us on uh, Baba Dabba. Instagram, Baba mm-hmm. Dabba. Um, you'll see a clear logo, a little blue-white logo. And you see all our great little vibrant colours coming off the foods yeah. and the pictures. Um, we usually trade yeah. um, Monday to Friday with Curb in like, various locations. Uh, King's Cross, West India Key, Gherkin, St. Catherine's Dock. And Saturday, Sunday. So Saturday, you'd normally find us at uh, Lloyd Park in Walthamstow. Do a nice little nine to four market there. And mm-hmm. then same company we yep. work with um, in Victoria Park in East London on a Sunday. And that's 10 to four uh, every week. Um, great market there. <laughs> so we're always around kind of thing. We always let everyone know through our social media on Instagram or Facebook. I'll let Manika know to change anything that comes up. I'll let everyone know. And we also do private bookings through all of our cool. um, apps and everything. Just give us a little message if anything you're looking for. So people yeah, you can uh, find, just going to find you on Instagram. Or you can email us DM directly, you directly. At, uh, hello at babadaba.co.uk. Cool. And uh, I'm going to put all this, um, all, all your social media handles in the description and that email as well, just just in case people hear this Jeez. and don't want to get in touch. <laughs> Thanks so much. Cool. Well, that's it. That's, that's the end of the podcast. Harris, again, thank you so much for taking your valuable time to kind of, you know, shed a little bit of light on, you thank know, you. the street food world and, and tell us a little bit about yourself uh, as a person as well. Um uh, I, th- I think, you know, the knowledge and the, the wisdom that you shared is, is very valuable to anyone who's looking to kind of get into this business. Thank you, so bro, man. Good I luck with Eatla and everything. I hope everything's all good. If everyone Thank has you. 
done it yet. Order some sunbile off his website. <laughs> hey, let's not talk about let's not talk about Eli's all about Baba Dabba uh, today. Thank you. <laughs> all right, guys. So this is it. This is it. This is the end of the the podcast. Um, you can find the recording on uh, the website www.eatlar.co.uk, um, and it's going to be shared uh, throughout all the uh the streaming platforms as well so until next time everyone take care and stay safe goodbye